Are we skipping 13? Did no. we decide on that? No, 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 no. We're not. We're not. We're not. So, it would be but so we, but we should let everyone know that Nick had absolutely no idea that 13 was not in buildings or hotels. That's true. Spurs in episode 13 will begin on that note. I had no idea that buildings skipped. I've never lived in a building with 13 floors. I've been in hotels before, but what? that's a usual thing. That's crazy that you didn't know that. I had no idea that it's I was today crazy. years old it, when I found out about it's that. It's pretty, cra- pretty crazy. It's pretty I, crazy. I honestly had no idea. I'm 31. And I had no. Oh, unlucky Whoa, 13, backwards. 31. Oh, what, what it? Yo, this is bug. It's all coming together here. Topic at hand. So, fellas, Derek, how we doing? You just had a nice swig there. Oh, we're living the dream, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Hurricane's supposed to hit here in about an hour, so this should yeah. be an exciting uh, endeavor. We got Thanks. a quick, quick little rain down here in Astoria, New York, but nothing too bad. I think it already stopped, to be honest with you. But uh, uh, it's, supposed to get, it's supposed to get worse tonight, Nick. All right. Speaking of that guy that's been there, Milwaukee <laughs> Brewers fan. Wow. My favorite player is um, that guy on the Milwaukee Brewers. Speaking of weird things that we didn't know about numbers and stuff, did you know that they're the weird thing about the Brewers logo? How it's oh, supposed yeah. to say like MB, but it looks like a glove. Yep, definitely. It's like it's a real thing. What? Not, the B, yeah. you don't see the B? Yeah, it's MB. So it's, uh-huh. it's, it's Milwaukee Brewers, but it's, it's supposed to look like a glove. It's this is true. This is all true. We don't make up. Look at look at Ben staring staring right into his ass. Ben's Ben's not realizing the top of it. The top of it, Ben. The top is an M, and the the B's on the bottom. There you go. And that's Jose. Milwaukee Brewers are a baseball team. I like to like give those out so people know what the hell we're talking about. Thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, I always forget about it. Jose, New York Knicks hat. So you're feeling some type of way today. I'm feeling kind of happy. It's my Friday. Got out of work a little bit early. Just to chat with the boys and having a beer feel good that's feel good. good that's good that's good so i asked all of you guys to do a little homework before this episode oh i'm and, good too uh, and a shout out to <laughs> shout out to the whole crew though first because you guys covered for me the other day the watch for the recap went well uh there's derek he's holding it up like a big boy there Mine's Did his homework. i'm already uh, doodling on it so the reason why I wanted to, to, to get you guys, I know this is making for bad radio here, but I asked everyone to come to the podcast with a, a pen, a writing instrument of some sort and something to write on. Derek, I think you, you have your, your will and a pen, uh, save some room from other, some other stuff on there. But I wanted you guys to, I asked you guys to do that because I didn't want, I wanted everyone to stick to their guns right now. So for example, I didn't want Derek to those swigs in unison right there on zoom you see that that was nice but i didn't want you guys to be swayed to start this episode i wanted you to say right now what grade out of 10 10 being the best one to 10 you can go halves you can do whatever what number you're gonna give spurs we'll we'll read them off we'll read them off folks but i want all you guys to write it down because i don't want one of you or I don't want Jose to be swayed by me. I don't want me to be swayed by. I mean, I'd you never mean, be swayed. I'd never be swayed by Derek. That would never happen. <laughs> hey, you you protected me on the podcast I missed, so we might be growing. I have to, I'm making up ground now. I didn't make one joke about you when I hosted. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. All right, do you let me know? I'll put in a sound effect here of some sort. I'll put in like the Jeopardy sound right now.
Okay, we got every, we got everyone's numbers in. Test results are in. You, Derek, you are not the father or whatever the hell Maury used to do. <laughs> um, when it comes to one-year-old Isaiah, Amir, you are not the father. But, okay, so Derek, on a more serious note, Ben, would you like to explain for the people across the pond what Maury is? Do you think they get Maury in England? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I Derek, actually went to Maury. I was on the... I wasn't on the show, but I was in the audience. That's and they tried to recruit me you to were get on the, onto the show. If you were on the show, that would be... Oh, I was the father. Episode. No, yeah. literally, they told... They walked up to me and they were like, listen, would you like to be on the show? And I'm like, absolutely not. And they're like, come on, dude. We have this show about guys dating a whole bunch of girls. And I'm like, and why do you have that assumption of me? And they're like, oh, come on, guy. Just get on there. I'm like, nah, This is the greatest insult in Jose's life. This yes. Is most revealing you look insult. like you should be on Maury. That's it's like a little... Terrible. Mari's like a little less than Jerry Springer. Yeah. And I'm assuming most people know what Jerry Springer is. Yeah, exactly. Good point. Uh, back to Spurs again. So we got, we got distracted once more. But okay, so we, we had a seven out of, or Derek, you had a seven? Yes. Yes, sir. Jose, you had a 7.2 and like nine and, nine and three quarters. Nine and yeah, three quarters. Just a shout out. That, that's a that little. Harry see, thing. See, here's how an, an added layer. Why didn't? Oh boy. <laughs> oh my God! Added, it's there's an added just, layer. There's an added ben, layer here because I also had a seven, and then after Ben saw all of our sevens, uh, he just swigged out of a bottle of bullet whiskey. So uh, <laughs> bullet, bullet, bullet. bullet, bullet bourbon, and Ben had a five. So Ben's about to be on one. Uh, we're about uh, ten minutes through uh, our episode here, and we barely yeah. talked about. We ben barely, looks barely... straight alcoholic mode right now. I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not that mad. Five's five's in the middle. I mean, I've had zeros. We had three straight windows of zeros. You remember? That's this is correct. But that's what, those. Those are where our grades at, and that's why I wanted to kick it off this way. I wanted everyone to be true to the true to themselves in this one. Ben, a little extra true to himself via the bullet bourbon, but. Okay, so a couple of us are at sevens, another one of us is at a five. So I'm thinking now let's go position by position. I don't want to say position by position, but uh, we can go attack mid and then round out in defense and just kind of go from there. Ben, I know that you were you were number five there, so I don't know if you want to begin with the attack because I felt like that's where we kind of had. Let's go jump into the deep end now after we've just been distracted by Maury, the Milwaukee Brewers logo, and the number 13. Let's dive right into the attack here no no backup striker ben that's the big one well go on Who's, no bail replacements thank you so nope. 30 goals between vinicius and bail yes maybe not the biggest goals but still a part of the team where kane didn't have to play and bail's quality coming off the bench we no longer have it's not there this team offensively loses in dombele essentially well we don't lose in dombele we'll, we'll see what happens there and that's a big part of that could change this grade but doesn't have in dombele in the middle there is, they didn't get anyone to anyone creative to come in there to fill the uh, Erickson role that's been there. We don't progress the ball anymore, really. Sissoko's gone, and that was the last person who really was a progressor through the midfield to get into the attack. And I just don't, I think our attack is worse than it was last year. Yes, getting Kane back is huge. Sonny re signing his contract is huge. Our attack doesn't have this guy coming off the bench. If it's going to be Lucas Moore, fine. But that's the only person really coming off the bench to help this attack. So we're going to rely on only Kane and Son. And if one of them goes down, what do we do next? And I, yeah, I was more focused on this season because bringing Kane back was so big. It was so huge. And I thought 
for what, finally we'd make this move to bring in another player to add with Son and Kane, like we kind of tried to do with Bale and Mourinho didn't really want to play Bale at all. Not, I don't know whose fault it was. Was it Bale's fault or was it Mourinho? But I thought we got Kane back. Such a huge move. Now let's make that extra step, that one extra step, that one extra sign that we never make that makes Kane look around him and go, I got better players around me. There's Son, there's someone else that does like unreal. And now he looks around him, he goes, I got Son and I got Bergwijn and Mora and Delhi, And it's kind of the same thing. And I don't even know if Delhi's the right person for that position. So that's kind of what made me upset. I just thought it was the year to prove to Kane that we are going to do this. We're going to push for Champions League soccer. So people want to come to Tottenham. But as going back to it, the thing is, I don't know our financial situation. I don't think any of us really know our financial situation. Yeah, that's it seemed to be kept under wraps a little bit, considering we're the team that has uh, Skywalk FC written all over them that opened right before COVID. So it's been an interesting debate in terms of the the stadium and and our income and and whatnot were you going to add something uh there ben yeah if that cockerel is made out of gold can we melt it down and buy a player fair enough absolutely not i'd rather have a gold cockerel this guy but yeah i think uh that was a sticking point a little bit i guess is what the the, the description i was looking for and failed the search for before so, uh, so the main sorry the main point i really want to get was we got Kane back and I thought we'd make another move to really be like, this is a team you could stay forever and we can actually win trophies. And I don't think this team looks like it's going to push it to, for top four at all as presently, like things can change and players can improve and the coaching can make the team better. But on paper, I just don't see how this team competes for top four. See, I think I'm a bit, I I'm, I agree for sure. I think that's the, that's uh, a little bit of a point that we shared was that the attack, certainly there's no big in, injection there, I guess, of talent. But to me, there's a couple, couple little, I guess, curveballs or, or a couple little things that I am, am looking at between the lines. Bale was not replaced. Bale didn't get the run. Maybe he deserved under Mourinho, as you said. But a lot of the times Bale turned up for us. I mean, he was kind of quiet against the big clubs anyways. I mean, he turned up a lot against... I don't want to say the little fish, but I think at this point in his career, he did really well. And those are important games to score goals in, but in the sense of him being Gareth Bale and being this four, see, I guess I never thought he was that unless it was against, you know, he, he had a couple of good goals. I remember the Southampton one late in the season was a good one, but that's you knew he had goals of- in him. You knew he had goals in him. Who yeah. has goals in them other than Son and Kane on this team right now? And then let's go in between the cracks more what I was going to get at is they kind of have this team. They kind of have some internal, I don't want to use the word upgrades, but internal answers maybe or potential answers is I guess the word that I could, or description I could say. So you have Bergwine. He's always just, he's always been pretty good and Nuno seems to like him, but if he can just, if he can just get that finishing touch, I know it's a big if, but he could be the bill replacement. We have that internally. We have Bergwine. I, 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 th- I think we know Nuno likes him a, a good amount. Turns of back up to Kane. If we were playing in again another year of Champions League football, Euroleague, we're in the Europa Conference League. So I don't hate the fact that we have Scarlet there to be the backup and get some minutes. And I might understand he's 17 years old, but you can trust a 17 year old to play in that group stage, I think, and give Kane a little bit of time off. I, I think that that's fair to say. I think that's okay. If it was a Euro League or Champions League, I definitely would be a little bit more 
Kane's going to play those games for sure. He's not going to get any time off. Go ahead, I know Pat. it's a Europa League, but I don't think these conference games are going to be as easy as, or just, I think these conference gamers are generally going to be the same as Europa League games. These are just the teams that were what? Maybe one point off that Europa League team, just kind of like we were one point off West Ham. Sure. But I, in, in that same light, in this league, I'm okay. I'm more settled with having, keeping Scarlett around and giving him minutes in this league. And another replacement that I'm excited about, uh, Brian Heal replacing, I guess you could say, Lamella in, in a sense, in terms of a future upgrade. I've liked what he's brought so far. And that's that's one place I will use the word upgrade. I think that he's an upgrade. Um, Derek, I'm sorry that you haven't gotten your Brian jersey yet, but they'll come out with a nice yellow one that you can replace Lamella with. My whole is closet just- is filled with people we've transferred. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, just don't buy any jersey. No, yeah. enough of that. So I don't so, want to make this like between me and like everyone else because I feel like I'm talking a lot because everyone gave sevens and I gave five. But no, that's this se- this season is heel an upgrade on Lamella. I mean, See, what did what did, for, what did to, Coco bring in the league? Really, what did Coco bring in? A, correct. He, to be honest, he didn't what, bring a what, lot. We loved him, but he didn't really bring he, a lot. We we he, loved him he, for the intangibles. I I don't think I think heel is more of a bail replacement than he is a Lamella replacement because. He's taken probably more shots in the first, what, two games he's played than Lamella's taken in three years. And I know he had a couple of Rabonas, but Lamella was generally a defensive player playing winger. He wasn't, Heel's not going to go in there and take the ball away from, uh, he's not going to stop a counterattack. He's going to sh- stride towards goal and either make a good pass or shoot. That's not things Lamella did. That's obviously he's not Gareth Bale, but he's going to be more of an attacker than Lamella was. I think he's probably more of a Bale replacement in his current role. Fair enough. Derek, well, I guess while you're going at it, just keep rolling on through that. You're, you just touched on the Bale there. We also had the backup striker talk. Where are you there? There's not a lot to say in attack. Brian Hill's really the only person we transferred in that does play attack. So, yeah. I agree with Ben on certain things, at least in the present state for this season. It wasn't the best window I've ever seen. There were certain things we did that were nice. I mean, if Sessegnon's going to play the wing, him returning from loan is somewhat of a transfer, especially if he can start playing well, which so far he hasn't. But if you look at the transfers, I mean, most of them are just people who, frankly, don't play attacking positions. I, I, I guess attacking players cost more than midfielders and goalkeepers and defenders. But I definitely do agree with Ben that it's kind of underwhelming as far as who we brought in based on who actually left. Fair enough, Jose. My whole thing with the offense is the obvious. We didn't lose our key people. We didn't lose Harry Kane. We didn't lose Sonny. We kept those guys. And those are the guys that have been getting the brunt of our goals. And if you look at it, the, yes, we lost a ton of goals from Bale, and yes, we lost some goals from Vinny. But when were those guys scoring? Bale was not playing that great in all these Premier League games. He was playing good against weaker competition in these Europa games. Vinny, the same thing. He didn't get a lot of break in the PL game, in the Premier League games. And maybe that's not his fault. Maybe that's Jose's fault. But all that said, and for how much we complained about how boring Jose Ball was, we scored a ton of goals last year, a ton. And we were in the higher echelon of teams uh, in, in the Premier League that scored goals. 
Maybe it was that one game that we had against United where we scored six in one game. But for whatever reason, we did score a lot of goals last year. It wasn't that bad. And that's why, yes, we didn't make a whole bunch of key moves in the offense. Pretty much we just got Brian. And I think he's a super upgrade to Lamella because of the thing I've been claiming, uh, talking about a lot, the best ability is availability. And unfortunately, unfortunately, we all love Lamella. This guy plays for their shirt. He goes out there and he gives 110% every time he's healthy, but he just couldn't stay on the pitch. And plus he had one foot. So that hurt him a little bit too. Yeah, that's, 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 you can't really argue that with Lamella. Unfortunately, he was on the sideline a little bit too much. Um, just to keep rolling on here then, and this is not to say that we're not going to get back to the attack. I'm sure at the end, we're going to end up hopping around everywhere, but you mentioned there, Jose, that uh, we did find an ability to score goals last year. We did score some goals, but last year, I think we can all probably agree on that the overwhelming issue was we would be up 1-0 and you had zero confidence that that was going to stay. We would be up 2-1 and you had zero confidence that you, you could just feel the inevitable was going to happen. And in most cases, it did. And yeah. it got to a point by January where there was a lot of Spain without the S. A lot of Spain and the S was silent. And we ended up falling all the way to where we fell from leading the league. And you like that one, Derek? But <laughs> in, this, in this one, you didn't think about it too. In, in this in this window here, it, it, defense for me is I, I I said it the other day where it just seems like just Spurs fans in general, it just seems like okay we injected eighty million, I think the I think it was eighty million euros right between Romero and Royal now that we addressed the defense in such a manner that was like. At one point in time, it was like, you have to address it. You have to address it. Now it's just like, we're on to the next thing. And I don't, I think we should not overlook the injection of talent into this back line. It was the biggest thing that we had to do was to fix letting up goals. And it's not just the signings. It's also Nuno's formation, I think, is working better. You're not putting as much damn pressure on Sanchez and Dyer who are out there. But I, I'm where I'm at with a seven out of 10, I gave a seven. It, the attack, any changes to the attack did not boost that grade. There's a lot to do with our, 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 our own end. Ben? When, okay, so beginning of the season, I guess the three main positions we were really talking about were center back, which we got, Romero. Awesome. Loved it. I, I loved Romero signing. Uh, right back and probably the center attacking mid position was the third. But did it not change when Ndombele said, I don't want to be here? And then we found out that Tanganga is pr a pretty damn good right back. Did it not change a little bit then? And then we then we got rid of Sissoka. We couldn't get rid of any of the other right backs, which left a hole in that position. So, look, Emerson could be great. I don't know. I've heard really, truthfully, mixed reaction reviews on him. And he's young, so there's a, there's a great possibility. But... If we let's say we get we drop the money on someone else in an attacking position, an attacking player, or someone who can play the eight, so we can put skip on the bench sometimes and let Hoiberg play the six. But instead, I thought there was a shift because Tanganga kind of proved that the whole Tamayasu thing disappeared once we realized that Tanganga can just be Tamayasu. And then we have two right backs, and maybe we could convince Serge to like be the backup in a way. I know he wants to leave or we can do, deal with Doherty, but 
We got Ndombele doesn't want to play. So Soko just left and there's nothing to fill that void because Pepe Sar, as good as he could be, is, is gone this season. He's still back at Mets. The, you know, the Mets that aren't that shitty baseball team. Believe New York baseball. Mets are a baseball team in the National League in That's America. That's Good job, Derek. There we go. Thanks, Derek. That constantly failed. That players I get what I'm fans. saying, right? There, there was a subtle change in what we needed because Tanganga showed up. Yeah, for sure. He he showed up, and that's – I mean, they, he was about to be loaned out to, to Turkey, and hopefully he would, made, would have made it home safe afterwards. Um, but I, for me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to – you know, we're going to debate probably till the end of time, a.k.a. this podcast, that our stance is on this. And we needed additions to the back line. I'm pumped about the additions that we had to the back line. I'm, to Kangaga, he's played so well. At right back, but now you know for um, for a second there we had four four right backs. Um, later on we'll get to surge and, and that, but now even if he's not a right back, he can still factor into the middle. We still don't know what Roden's going to be. He looked good in, in the Euros. I'm fine with a lot of the internal things plus the additions that we had in the back line and even Galini. Now we have a younger keeper, which okay, he's not 21. He's, he's not, not a kid. He- but right now, yeah, right now he's a backup. a backup. It's, it's a it's a move for the future. He's gonna probably get playing time in Europe and here and there, sprinkling some games. Hopefully, he can prove to be something. Yeah, we we've seen so little of him, but yeah, I'm I'm just feeling really good about the the, the defense, and we'll we'll even toss keeper in there because really, as you said, this year going forward, we have Galini as a backup, and really, I don't think anyone was super clamoring to replace Hugo. Anyways, right now, he's on the last year of his deal. Right now, of course, but I don't think anyone after the year he put together last year thought that he was done or anything like that, or thought it was urgent. But yeah, that's just that's that's just me. I'm just so pumped about the back line. Romero is said to be something great. Emerson's hopefully going to be something great. I mean, he's only 22, but a lot of his resume looks good. So that's, that's, I guess it's where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm still holding, I think is basically the difference between Ben and I is that we're holding kind of the, at, at the end of the, at the end of the finish line here, we're kind of holding the defense. Ben admittedly, you said it kind of changed for you once, uh, you know, Tange wanted to leave. Nundumbelli wanted to leave. And now you're, you know, I understand that. I totally understand that logic, but for me, I'm just huge on the backline improvement. Uh, uh, Derek, what are, where are you at here? See, I think for some reason it's weird, but we keep agreeing on things. Um, <laughs> I think obviously the defensive additions were definitely the best for here and now, but the main reason I gave our window a seven out of 10 wasn't because of the massive influx of great players. It's that I'm looking at transfer market right now and the average age of our rivals is 22.8 years old. And the average age of our departures is 27 and a half. And that's with all the issues they have with their software where certain people are doubled up. So our younger players that we brought in are appearing on this list on the bottom. We got younger for the future. I mean, SAR has gotten rave reviews pretty much everywhere, can play an eight, can play a six. I do agree that Royale has gotten some mixed reviews. But again, he could just be an expensive rotation option at right back. As much as I love Surge. He didn't want to be here. So now Doherty's going to play with the U23s, I guess. But so if, if Royale can play, that's a great that's a great addition. Um, we got Brian, as we said, and Romero, obviously, can be world class. He seems like more of a Jan than a Toby. 
So we still got to find, hopefully within the squad, a Toby, which Sanchez has been looking a lot like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I kind of, my other big negative that something that probably nobody will bring up because it happened so long ago was selling one fourth is a bad bit of business. I'm just going to get put it out there. We basically broke even for a guy who played maybe five games that I can remember with us. And he had insane, insane ceiling when we first signed him. And he's just off to Villarreal for peanuts. These are, have you followed him at all, Jose, before you get in? Have you followed him at all, voice? Is he playing centrally or on, is he on the outside? I think he's been playing a mixture of both. Because I think that they really wanted to force him out to the, out to a fullback spot. But I, I think if he plays somewhere different, he could be better. And I actually, this is going to be weird. I agree with you. I kind of always thought that Foyth would maybe get himself a little bit more into the mix on the way back the Spurs, but it just, it, they never seem to want to want to make that happen. Jose, uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. That's fine. With the whole Foyth thing, I, I think I'm going to speak for a lot of Spurs fans and it might be unjust. It's going to be unjust because we didn't give him enough time, but at the same time, when he did have the time, we saw a lot of craziness, craziness. He would make crazy decisions to 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 tackle people and get yellow cards he would he i remember didn't they, he wasn't wasn't he the guy that came in and just came right out in one of the games that we yeah, played you got the 90 second red card yeah i yeah, remember that it, it was it was insane the amount of stupidity that this guy i'm sorry Juan Foyth, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you but it was crazy though i don't know if it was nervousness maybe he was playing out of position and he didn't feel comfortable but for what whatever reason it was he didn't perform well in the little bit of time that we saw him and maybe it's unjust but I think it was good that we got rid of him because we weren't using him and we had to keep on we have to move from these guys that we're not using that's why like I'm gonna go back to why I gave it a 7.2 overall we have to realize and remember when did Paratici take over when did Nuno take over this was very late in the game and for the little bit of time that they had to make all these moves and deals. Paratici did his thing, getting rid of some of the players that we weren't using and the ones that, that we had to get rid of. And he did his thing somewhat fixing our biggest problem. This is something that, like Nick said, and like Derek said, this is the biggest complaint that all Spurs fans had forever, that our back line was terrible. And he did some two moves that looked like he signed up the, the, the best defender in, a, in Serie A. And he signed a right back with a high, high ceiling who's young still. If you look at the numbers that this guy um, had last year, fourth highest tackles won, 10th highest interceptions won, won 56% of his ground duels, 63 of his aerial duels. I mean, that's, that's a lot better than what we had in, unfortunately, Serge and Doherty. You have Serge's stats right there? <laughs> I don't. Ah, don't. I don't have. Don't. I don't. You I don't, don't have. Sir, you said fifty-six percent aerial duels. Like, fine. That's above fifty percent. Come yeah, on. Like, I'm saying, how many aerial duels are you winning at right back? No, no, no. One hundred percent. No, no, no. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying. But like, it's not like you read out the greatest stats ever. And I under, and like, look, I I believe that Emerson has a high ceiling, and I love how they always go. He has the Mike Cohen form, and they go. Sorry to hear for all Spurs fans to hear that from what Bale did to Mike Cohen that time. I'm like, relax. Like, it's not yeah. like it was one game. Like, we could, we could handle that. If he's Mike Cohen, we'll take game. it. I promise you. 
It's an amazing game. It was like the greatest <laughs> game Bale's ever had. And it's, it's but like you know what I mean. If we get an, a, a Mycon, like I'm not gonna no one here is complaining. No one it, no Tottenham fan should ever complain if that's what his comparison is. But yeah, there's it's been kind of mixed reviews on him. Uh, Emerson also he, he's 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 I, his potential ceiling is very high too, but he he played a key role last year. Uh, he was at Betis last year, right, where he played with Gio. Um, he he played more than any of their outfield players throughout their season last year, so he's used to handling a pretty heavy load of work. If he's if Tanganga is getting out there too at times, fine. But like I said before, I'm happy that Tanganga. I mean, he he really. I mean, Tanganga started playing right back when we had a need. Last year, he just kind of broke into the team. He, I mean, he was supposed to be a center back coming up through the academy. And I mean, he, for whatever reason, I don't know, he made that one really nice run against Liverpool that nobody really saw coming, right? And apparently now he can run run the run the wing back spot. But in all sin- sincerity, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with the way that the uh, back line formation went. Yeah, I, I think then I kind of wanted to, I think Jose also in the, in the moment there a couple minutes ago, he kind of led a, a perfect little transition there from the attack to, to our own back line. But I also kind of thought that the midfield might've been the place, I guess the, the most, I, I don't know. I, I know Ben, you, you touched on it a little bit with the creativity missing there. And I think the that's Erickson replacement. Been, it's we, the Erickson replacement. Yeah. We've had, we have, we've, we've been split. I think the most in discussing the midfield at times between, between all of us or for, for, I mean, I guess the obvious, um, in, in a lot I of was, different ways, but I, I think but, I, I, I kind of said it before. I was most disappointed that everyone was so excited and we should be so excited that we got Kane back. And then that we, it was like, we were so excited about that, that we weren't ready to go. Well, with Kane and son, we finished in seventh last season. Let's build on this team. How often do you get a Kane? How often does Tottenham get a Kane? Let's for once drop that extra, like whatever, 50 million on Triori. Just say, screw it. Here you go. And I understand I'm not I, I can't talk about the financials because I, I just can't. I don't know it. But just say for once, Tottenham just says, screw it. Here you go. We know he's better than Berg. We know he's better than Mora. He does, yes, we have he has his issues, but he's also unbelievable at one thing. Unbelievable. And maybe the best in the world at this. And let's say Tottenham just says, here you go. Take this guy, Kane. Let's this is let's give our best option. Best option at actually making top four because Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool was already there, and uh, Man City all made moves to get better, and we got better, but we didn't keep up, and we doesn't look like we're going to finish top four. And we everyone keeps saying, well, when we get finally get back into UCL football, that's when the players who all rejected us will want to come to Tottenham. And I just don't know if we want to be that team, or we're just never going to be that team. Well, Liverpool is kind of running back a little bit with what they've had, but of course I've been in the top four. So they they even had any crazy. I mean, they're, they're pretty excited about that Harvey Elliott, Harvey Elliott guy. Seriously. I can't pronounce names in like literally the easiest in any, in any country. Jeez. It doesn't matter where it's from. God. Well, they lost from, like you said, a, a hairy elephant. From, yeah. I, he could <laughs> Did you just from, say a hairy elephant? I know. God. Uh, but Harry Elliott or what Harvey, is it? Harvey, Harvey Elliott. They're, they're very <laughs> excited about him over at Liverpool. They haven't done a ton. But, and they lost Wijnaldum. Yeah, so they, they haven't done a ton, they, but I mean, they're still Thiago. a good team. They're still a good team. I, I get what you're saying there. I just, I, 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 I'm totally, I think that we last year were just so complaining about the back line, and I think that they did great with the back line. But to focus on the midfield, I will say 
that Erickson replacement, again, the only thing that keeps me, I guess, in terms of my grade, I guess the term I'll use is head above water. They still do have Tange. They still do have, they still can try to turn, turn uh, Nunnabelli around. I know they got rid of his friends. Uh, hopefully that wasn't a serious report. And the guys. Au revoir. The is for... how you say, how you say deuces in French or, or, or French? Au revoir. Oh, wow. I don't know. You're the, you're the translator. Of the group. Also, you don't know French either. <laughs> I don't know French. But, right, let's but, get Jose off because he doesn't know French either. Yeah. I did. But Thanks you, 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 you kind of leading me to my point there, Nick. No, hop in. Go ahead. And I said it in the group text and Ben gave me shit because I said newsflash. But yes, the newsflash was that we got rid of Jose. And that was everyone's biggest, biggest uh, complaint besides our back four. Jose got to go. Jose is terrible. He's not getting the most out of this current crew of players that we have right now. And hey, newsflash, we got rid of him. We got rid of him. We have a new coach now and a new manager. And now it's time for those players. Yes, we didn't sign a midfielder and we desperately need a midfielder that can bring the ball forward. But we have two idiots on our club that I wish would play out of their minds and I'm rooting for them to play out of their minds in Tangy and Gio. These guys have all the potential in the world to take over what we need, an attacking midfielder. And if now that we got rid of Jose and Jose like ball left. I know he gave Tangy a lot of burn, but he left him on an island. He left him by himself a lot. Now with Jose out out of the picture and a new manager in, bro, take over. Both I of you guys take gonna over. Hop, I'm going to hop in now and just because I also in my midfield, like I said, with the attack, I think would I have preferred easily a 9-10 if we got Triori and if we got someone else in to, to bolster this I would I would love for them to have dropped the extra fifty on on Troy, but I didn't expect it. I mean, this is this is Tottenham for for me, and this is this isn't Chelsea, and that's this isn't City where. Yes, you said that to me very kindly. Presents for, for the for the first time in forever, City didn't get their way and get Harry Kane, and that was huge. I I I loved that, but yeah, I I. Uh, but but let me let me cycle back to what Jose said. Were you explaining the whole Jose Marino thing and looking in a mirror because we all don't like him and you're celebrating him <laughs> departing? You were literally speaking to yourself right there. You were the I only was. one defending him, and you were speaking as if anyone else in here ever really defended him. I think we said this earlier. We share kind of the same name, so I have a I have a big is there a mirror space in computer? my heart because you had me for a second there. I was like, who is this motherfucker talking to? He's got to be talking to himself. Jose gave me inspiration. Are you so, adding that? I are you adding that IG. to your transfer grade? Are you adding that to your transfer grade? So we fire Jose, 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 sorry. Jose. Jose, sorry, sorry, and then we take seventy-two days to find Nuno, and Nuno's the answer no, after three I told, games. I, I said that in the beginning. That was probably that's why I think that the transfer period was okay because we signed Nuno so late, and we signed Paratici so late. Okay, okay. That, no, but I, I don't. Okay, I, I, I don't think that Nuno is. I mean. Hats off to him. So far, he's doing excellent. And he looks like he got a lot of the, the players, like, getting the most out of them, like we said that Jose wasn't. So who knows? But I, I, it's too early to be grading Nuno. And I, I'm rooting for him. He's a great guy. It looks like he's a great guy. So I can't say anything bad about him. Certainly, yeah. Very new on, on Nuno. But 
I just was taken aback by you explaining Jose Mourinho's departure to us when you are literally the only one <laughs> in the group that defends him. Like, none of us do here, folks. And he was just, like, talking to himself. He's like, I don't know if there's a mirror or, or what, like, next to your computer there, but that that was, like, I was, felt like I was in the twilight zone for a second. I'm like, this guy's talking to himself through us. What's happening here? I wasn't defending him. He had to go. I'm in total agreement with all of you. He had all to right. go. Finally. But I do like him. What something's going on here today? I mean, I don't know if it's the storms bringing something in. Derek and I agree on things. You're you're okay with Jose Mourinho being gone? Like this, is, I'm pretty normal. Ben's wearing a baseball hat. What is oh, going there we go. on? This is absolutely not normal. <laughs> this is a different day. That number oh. thirteen. Number was thirteen. Oh. Derek, how did you feel about the transfer fee for Surge? Because there are multiple episodes where you're like, if the price is right. I am ha- totally happy to sell him. Well, the price was we're going to rip up your contract and let you go for free. <laughs> First oh, of man. all, it was a mutual agreement. Yeah, still, I don't give a shit. Wait, mutual, wait, whatever. Wait, they ripped up the contracts. Let's finish up in the midfield and then we're going to get to surge. We're going to get to surge. We're going to get to the money. We're going to get to all those other things. So yeah, I but just can't to, think about anything else now that I, I brought surge. To, I just wanted to add the second part I wanted to say in Jose before I lose that point was <laughs> I agree with him too that the internal options are there to make the midfield better. And I'm happy with what I'm seeing with skip so far. Hoiberg leaves a little bit to be desired when he's moving up, but I'm fine with them helping the back line right now. But those internal creativity kind of things we're lacking. There are, it's potential for it to be there. Kind of like the answer is potential for us to be better attacking. I don't say better, but to have make, make up for bails, lack of bail. I mean, this is a team I'm going to give them credit for having the internal backup options because this is the team how many times have they gotten rid of maybe someone like erickson and been like gotten a guy back with trippier uh, i don't know yeah or, exactly. they just got rid of someone and they had nothing they have almost nothing there you know they, eventually they got tonga and they, things started to come to but there's been so many times where they either just look at a problem and just assume it's going to go away by itself but at least they have a little bit of a backup plan a, a little bit of a backup after plan. after we got trippier after we got rid of trippier our backup plan was kwp we got rid of him too. And then I saw a report today that we were actually looking into re-signing him. I did see that today too. I did see a tweet about that, that they looked before Emerson, they looked at KWP again. It's like, okay, that's this makes that, sense. That was a beautiful bit of business, uh, sending him to Southampton and then right. That was Southampton. And then Hoiberg came the other way. I'm, I'm seeing, yes, a yes, red, yes. I'm seeing that's a red Chelsea team. does. Yeah. But uh, Derek before now, after that, I, we're, we're going to get your thoughts immediately after on the surge situation. And cause I just kind of wanted to end the episode afterwards, you know, go through where we're, we're going to get Derek's thoughts now in the midfield situation going forward. Maybe that'll spur some more, but then uh, kind of like Ben, like you kind of love where we just kind of start going at it. We're going to we'll round it out at that. A bunch of random crap uh, to, to finish out the episode. I know that's a beautiful script that I've laid out for us, but we got things like that. When you, listen, Deadwood, the, when you listen to last episode, I was very scripted though. You were, you were, I, you're pretty good. I, I, he did I very give, well. I give you that. I give you that. Like- but, but Derek, Derek, uh, mid, midfield thoughts, midfield thoughts, Derek, you're, you're, you're winding it up. You're fixing your nails. Now you're fixing the beard. You're rolling your eyes. Let's hear it <laughs> again. As we said, midfield, we signed one midfielder. I guess Sessignon is somewhere in the middle. You get um, angrier. But I don't see why Sissoko leaving is any sort of negative. Did any of us want to see Sissoko play last season? When he went on the field, like someone's eyes rolled, someone groaned. 
there was never any excitement about Sissoko. The one thing he was actually actually good at last year was holding the ball in the corner for 90 seconds. His time had passed. He was done. So the fact that we got anything at all for him was good. Like I said, like you guys said, we, we strengthened from within. Skip coming back from loan could be considered a signing. And I think we have several players, including as much as it's going to hurt Ben, but Harry Winks can be a squad player. He's not a complete waste of life. I said that as well. I think he can be right. a squad player. He shouldn't be playing against Man City. He should be playing I usually, against... I usually agree with you guys on the Winks thing, but I think he's oh only God. on the yes. team. Yes. He's, he's yes. only on the team got... because he fills the English quota. Ah, oh, Jose. Really thank that. you. Thank you. I mean, this he helps is, there. It's a great day. This is sure, a great day. he helps there, but I... I no, that's it. That's, all, that's the only reason. That's it. Squad player, fine. Yeah, on like an intramural soccer team. I, so I you would, really don't I, think Harry Winks is going to play the whole season. No, I think, I, he'll, I think he'll play. I think he'll, I think he will play too, but I don't think that we necessarily need this guy. We have he he plays. No, 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 you no, know, you're walking up the corner. Defend, we do need him. That's the problem. We do need he him for one have, thing. He shouldn't ever have to play. Is Derek frozen? <laughs> no, he's not frozen. <laughs> no, that's just my face. I'm shocked. I want to hear what the hell you guys are going to. We have no depth at center midfield. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying he's going to play. I think me and Jose both believe that he's going to play. It's just that we don't need him to play. He's not. He shouldn't be playing. Yes, we do. We have like five professional midfield players. Yes, but we should have tr- we should have gotten rid of him as quickly as possible because he's garbage. Yeah, that, this is a dream. But he's he's young and he's English and he can do a couple of things. Yes, he's young well. and he's English, but he can't play football. He can shoot I a pass. No one here is saying put Winks against City. Put Winks in games that truly are going to be difficult. But, I mean, come on. He's a fine squad player. He is. He is. But the fine, fine boy. He's player. not somebody he's that a we nice, want to hang on to. He's a nice, nice boy. To. That's my he's whole a really point. Nice he's boy. not somebody that we want to hang on to. We're only hanging on to him for one reason. And I think it's because he feels the English quota. He's not that maybe terrible, but Yo. he's almost that terrible. I bet we could have gotten the most money in the transfer market for Harry Winks because of that English quota. But no, he didn't want to go to Everton. He didn't want to go to Aston Villa. He wanted to stay at Tottenham and be whatever he is. But I thought we could have gotten like 20 million for him. I thought teams would have wanted that. Some people love him. I will never understand it. I'm just saying, I think he's an okay squad player, whatever. He's not going to influence my, my team in the big game in any manner. Europa Conference League. Harry Winks is coming for you. Unless Mason's in. Norwich. No, that's too good for him. Norwich. Harry Winks is coming for you. Maybe on a transfer one day. But as of now, just (laughs) in random. When you go back to the championship. Exactly. But uh, so, okay, let's let's forget the script now. And just, you know, random things that we could yell about now to end end the podcast on for a bit. And Derek? I got one thing that I've been trying to say, but it never really fit. The thing that disappoints me, I was going to give it an eight, but I'm giving it a seven because if you look at Romero, we pushed so much money back a year because I thought we were going to actually spend some friggin' money. And we didn't. And I don't know why Levy did that. It seems like he's pushing money back. And that's going to be a lot of money for Romero. It's not like he pushed, he paid half up front. This is a loan for a year with I guarantee an obligation to buy. But I don't know why you would push that money back and then not spend it. It just seems like it doesn't make any sense. I think financially it makes sense because he's going to have 
70,000 people at the stadium for all these games this year, and he's going to be able to pay it next year. Right, but I think that can also restrict our ability to spend on other players in the future. That's another interesting thing I I would love to – I mean, I wish we we knew someone who could financially explain to us. Because I've read a lot about the stadium and how it exactly affects our finances, and I've read a lot that it really doesn't because you could pay the stadium off in like – like literally 50 years but i've also read that it does so i would love to know how that is actually affecting our our spending because our valuation is higher than arsenal right now you mean last place arsenal you you, regardless yes you know what i mean though they spent 221 million american dollars i don't know what that goes into pounds or euros or whatever but that team just dropped a shit ton of money were they all bad signings yeah probably one because I hate Arsenal and one because they were actually probably bad signings, but we couldn't get one more signing in that one big signing, that one time, just step over the line, the, the Bruno Fernandez, the, the Diabala, the that one time, just get that guy. It's part of the whole reason why I think we're just not there yet. We're just not there as one of, I mean, we're considered top six in the Premier League, but then why bring back Kane? Get that money at his, at, his, at his peak. Get the money at his peak. If we're rebuilding, rebuild. If we're doing half and half, kind of do half and half. It just looks like we got Kane back, signed Sonny, and said we're rebuilding. I think and hopefully, didn't get and hopefully we'll get Europa League. I think they didn't get their evaluation of Kane and the money that they were right. probably offering. No, no, this no, no, 100%. Year. No, no, 100%. I understand. But at the same time, this is the highest price that Kane is ever going to go for. He's not going to go for a higher price unless he scores like 30 goals this season. I think if he has another solid year, I mean, they could ask for something pretty nice for him again. I mean, no, they wanted 150 for him, but it was like come down to 100 next year with another two years left in his deal. That's still a nice chunk and it's still earlier signing. Uh, as we mentioned before, you know, Erickson, they held on to for probably too long. So, somehow they got something for him. Yeah. But, but do we, you know, I mean, all I'm saying is, but do we bring Harry Kane back to fight for a, a Europa League spot or do we bring Harry Kane back to fight for Champions League? And it's clearly Champions League, but this team around him is still the same team kind of that was last year. So I don't we think just, we're getting Champions League. I, I guess we, uh, but the back line, we just I held think, on I to Kane because he could. I think I think that we held on to him because we could, and I think the back line's better. So that's I, I mean, could we have built around him better up top? Probably, but I I, I I'm just gonna give them credit where I think it's due on the back line. I think they spent a, a a pretty penny on the back line, and now the tactics are working at least early in the year. I'm not gonna put all my eggs in that basket. I'm not gonna be silly about it after three games. But Sanchez and Dyer look better. That someone's some one of those wheels are gonna fall off on one of those two. But hey, we got Romero in there now. We got Emerson in there now. We got some some talent in the back line now different. We got some help with the new formation. So I think things are getting a little bit better at the, at the back end and last year. I mean, I, I know that you're not going to bet on your attack being the exact same as it was last year, but technically we improved our back line because we kept giving up that goal every game. And we're bringing back the guy who had the most goals and assists in the league. I mean, they still got a pretty good attack. I, I picked fourth place. Maybe I, I, I'm going to hold on to that now because we're on first, baby. We're in that league as of right now. But I I think it's not the longest shot in the world. Uh, I mean, I'm born and born and bred Buffalo where the eternal like the wheels are going to fall off. It's like I'm born with that. So I understand that Spurs fans are also the same way where we think this is going to fall off. But as of right now, uh, I'm 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 fine with this attack. I'm pumped about this this defense. 
speaking of defense, we are not going to go any further until we hear Derek try to explain his way through the whole Surigori ending here. Derek, go oh, away. Yeah, Take we, the stage. We need this. We need this, Derek. Before I start, uh, I believe in in Stevie Bergbein, but on to the important stuff. I do too. I do too, Derek. Testimonial. Serge was uh, a polarizing figure here at Spurs. 90% are you reading people... his eulogy or are you going to tell us why? Oh, no, no, no. I want to see the heart. This is from the heart. Nick, don't interrupt. I would say. Please don't interrupt. This is from the heart. 90% of Spurs fans had an issue with him, whether it was subtle or outrageously overreactive, like the three of you. I am in that 10%. I thought at the very least, Serge was always entertaining. He had all the physical skills. I just don't really think it worked out the way we wanted. I mean, last year, he was awesome. I, you dislike Serge, say what you will. He didn't do the dumb shit he usually does. Maybe had one or two hiccups here and there. Yeah. But the fact that it was a mutual termination means that he wanted to leave the same way that we wanted him to leave. He wasn't going to play. Most people like Adebayor sit on the U23 team for a year or two. Danny Rose did the same thing just two years ago. So I think it's better for all parties involved that he was sent packing. And at least he, at least according to what it, it appears, he did the honorable thing like Willian and just left. Didn't ask for some massive paycheck to get kicked out of the club. It appears. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've tried to do that so many times, but my pencil isn't like dark enough, so I can't write, couldn't write. The, for all of our uh, listeners who can't obviously see what nick just wrote he wrote a big dumbass on the piece of paper he told us to bring for this pod and eric's face and derek's face and derek's face is stoic serge is the man serge is the man and i'm gonna steal this from somebody that i saw on twitter responding to what would you rate serge they said 10 out of 10 playing uno (laughs) but he wasn't even the best uno player that was a soko steal some better memes Anyways, anyways, I will give, I mean, Serge did, I don't want to say he bridged the gap to what we have right now, because we don't really know what we have right now in Emerson. We're still, you know, you you can't be all in on Tanganga yet, but, and we'll give Serge, I'll certainly give him props for, he did, he did play better in the final third than anyone else. I think the problem that we really had with him was, I mean, we really played a back three a lot of the time last year because he's our first choice right back and he literally couldn't defend. And that's a problem as a defender when you can't defend in the final third, he was definitely good. He sometimes, even the ball, sometimes he would put in like maybe once or twice every five or six matches, he would actually look up before he crossed it to see who was there instead of just sending it out there. So he did sometimes create some good opportunities in the box. He did, play in that game, which you got to respect that, you know, what was it 48 hours after his brother was killed? And that's terrible. You're not mm-hmm. going to wish anything on anyone ever, but he was there for us. So we needed him in a really big way and respect him for that. And even when he didn't want to be here, he still put on a good effort for us, but I mean, it was finally time. Uh, and and yeah. for, for me with Serge, it was kind of the cherry on top, which I was at a 6.5 this week and he did bring me up that that move of mutual termination did bring me up a little bit because it kind of was just the cherry on top of the fact that we part Partici is done with the deadwood. And this has been a problem with us for so long that we never, ever, ever get rid of people. We never just, we never just find solutions to it. Even Carter Vickers at the very last second, he found a damn loan to Celtic. USA, USA. Yeah, unfortunately, USA, USA. He 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 needs to go. 
not very good. But then Toby was out the door. Uh, Suzuko's out the door. Joe Hart's out the door. All these players are out the door. And it's, it just, even Surge was it, it, at some point in time, we were someone, I, Derek, I believe it was, was you, you were mentioning that in the past, they'll just put Suzuko on the U23 practice field. They'll just put Danny Rose on the U23 practice field. And they could have done that with Surge and they, they but they didn't. They found Something a I have to say. They found a solution. And I know it's not, I'm not trying to get slight RA in the way I'm saying it. I'm just saying they found a solution and this God, that thought, felt good because they just never find thought, solutions. This man thought he was going back to PSG. We couldn't find anyone to buy him. We had to terminate his contract. But I, I do have to say, in, in, in Aurier's defense, I mean, he did get better last year playing defensively. He did have his occasional great cross into the box. But we didn't move Doherty. And that kind of pisses me off a little bit more because I would rather keep Serge than Doherty. Aurier wanted, to, Aurier and, and, and wanted to leave. Doherty wanted to stay. I'm kind of fine There's with keeping Doherty because he's fine. To me, he knows Nuno knows him, and I know he's. It does doesn't seem like he knows him and trusts him to the point where he's going to put him in Premier League games. But he at least knows the type of situations that he can trust him in. He knows him way better than Jose. So if you're going to keep him as a depth right back, it's a guy he knows well. So I'm fine. But, I was but fine with at, at the same saying. point. Nuno got rid of him too. Oh, well, when Jose Mourinho comes calling, but yeah. <laughs> well, wait, going back to this. Uh... Everyone say Darty real quick or uh, Nick, because I feel like you have this right weirdly, and we are all saying it wrong. It is Darty. We are saying it wrong. Are we saying it wrong? Is it Doherty? It's Doherty. Yeah. This Irish thing out on social media. They put a thing out on social media during last season. Bale was on it. I think Joe Roden was on it as well, and so was uh, Ben Davis. And There's another they, reason to get and, rid of him. And, and him and Doherty were. Doherty and Davis, they were talking, how do you pronounce the name or how do you pronounce this? And they kind of started joking on, like, how do they how do they say your, your name? And at some point he goes, I don't know, Doherty, Doherty, but it's Doherty. How does Matt Doherty pronounce his name? Hey, that's a good one. Matt Doherty. Doherty. Yeah, yeah but everybody gets it wrong. What variations do you get? Doherty, Doherty, um, Doherty. Where does Matt Doherty? Fucking Welsh. Davey. It's not Davies. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow, he's Welsh. I thought he was Irish. Whatever. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, sidetracked a little bit by me being right for once of how to say a name, which is just a really different episode that we got going on here welcome. today. You're welcome. 13. But the 13th episode. This, this is number 13. Is, happening. Yeah. With some weird. I'm, I already can't wait for episode 113. And hopefully we get there because I don't even want to know what shit's going to happen in that episode. Anyways, I'm, I'm really happy about the Deadwood uh, in, in doing that, in getting some of those pieces out. I mean, Bale, it's, as soon as, uh, I'm sorry, he went from Everton to Carlo. Uh, he went from Everton to Madrid in his, in his first Ancelotti. press conference. Ancelotti, his first, his first press conference, he was like, oh, yeah, I want to keep Gareth Bale. And it was like, well, <laughs> okay, so he's not coming back. But, I mean, combined with a lot of people here, the Lily Wright Rose, uh, the Twitter account has that. Uh, in terms of wages, we got over – 800, uh, 800,000 weekly wages off the books 
with players they got rid of. Suzuko, Lamella, Toby. I mean, Toby was 120 himself. I mean, Bale was 240. Of course, he was on that ridiculous contract from Madrid. So that's not exactly our doing. But, yeah, it just added up. Uh, they got a lot off. And, and that, plus the fact that Steve Hitchin is not on all or nothing saying he hates the winter window anymore. The money we save, plus Steve Hitchin just kind of, you know, like being pulled down the being pulled down the aisle by Partici. Uh, I think the winter window we can find, we can expect something to happen because we don't have the guy in charge saying anymore that he hates the winter window and he doesn't like to do literally what he's supposed to do. So that's good. I'm pretty sure Partici loves the winter window. So now Hitchens also loves the winter he window. Also loves the winter window. He has never seen all or nothing now. Hitchens. He has no idea what he's talking about. But... Just, what, what's the term in like jail where you have your, like, you keep your finger in the pocket of someone. That's Hitchens and Paratigi. Literally. If you get what I mean. Yeah, I've seen it on Oz, but I don't know what the term is. Uh, I don't know. It's essentially you're the person. You're you're the B-I-T-C-H. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to spell it out. People can generally do that on this podcast. I don't think any kids are listening. (laughs) We can't say Doherty or Doherty, so we can't. Doherty. They show those videos. They show those videos, and we brought it up before of uh, Paratici on the sidelines going nuts, and then he goes nuts, and like, oh, Hitchens like, oh, sh- oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go nuts too. Like five seconds later, he goes nuts, and I'm like, oh, Hitchens is. Just- he yeah, reminds me of like a family friend. He reminds me of the guy from Ted Lasso. The, the, the guy with well, the glasses. What's his name? Higgins. Higgins. No, Higgins. <laughs> yeah, Higgins. <laughs> it's like so close. Yeah, that's you true. know I like Higgins a lot more because it's not real, even though. Only me and Jose have seen the most recent episode. Nick, you got to catch up there. Got to catch yes, up. You definitely do. Life crushing. It I'll, is. I'll look at it. I'll look at it. But to, to round up for me and my just throwing uh, shit against the wall and see what's sticking here, how we're ending the episode. Again, uh, the Deadwood, I'm such a huge fan of that, getting money off the books, all that stuff, and just getting the toxicity out of the team. Um, no offense to Serge, maybe they like Serge a lot. I know Alistair Gold had always good things to say about him in the locker room, but I mean, you, you kind of could even see that you've got Christian er- Erickson moping around on all or nothing for like six months. and like, That feeds off on people and they won't have that with Serge. Maybe Serge will just be happy-go-lucky and Serge. Look what happened to him. Whatnot, I'm sorry, I take that who, back. Who fights but, Lucas oh, Moro? That's way too soon. But Who, who fights <laughs> Lucas Moro? Why? Who fights Lucas Moro? Yeah, uh, Serge and Lucas had like, like oh, beef true. one time. Like, who who the fuck fights with Lucas Morrow? Uh, said Koi's too many times, you know? Koi's, 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 Koi's. But uh, to, to round out mine, uh, the age thing too, keeping Harry Kane, of course, I didn't really mention that enough myself, but keeping Harry Kane's obviously like the cherry on the biggest thing of the window for us. But did you guys just hear that through my, my oh my gosh, it was a really loud thunder. But the age and future situation, Brian Heal, uh, Sar is supposed Definitely. to be Sar is the, the the very beautiful thing I like about him is he's something that we really just don't need, but it's like he's a good player. He's a good player going forward. Of course, we need help in the midfield going forward, but he's not it's exactly, a supposed replacement. He's not. He's not uh, exactly exactly. But he he's not like we're looking for the creative guy. Like that's the thing we need a number one. But we're just like this guy's really good. He's going to be really good. That a lot of people are saying. So let's get him. We got a young piece. He's going to be good. Let's not wait. Let's get him. Uh, they kind of did that with Brian. They kind of did that with. I don't want to say Emerson because he's probably going to start playing for us pretty soon. But especially Sar, it was like, let's go. This guy's good, and we'll find a place for him when we need him. Maybe a hot take on Skip. Skip's not an everyday starter. Hoiberg is better at that six than Skip is. We just haven't been able to play Skip up the field. So if we can bring Skip on and get rid of Winks, that is that is the ultimate. Play Hoiberg at the six. 
bring in someone to play the eight, and then have Skip come on when we need him and sell. If anything, Sar this year that he's still in Mets, this this helps us get a good evaluation on Skip. I think he's been pretty good so far. I mean, he's still also only twenty years old. He's in his first Premier League. He plays no, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be so much better very soon. This youth movement that we got going on. I mean, we we know the quote painful rebuild. I mean, it's happening, and I'm really glad that that is is happening. And I know, I know you're. I, I do agree with your point, Ben, where you say, okay, we have the greatest striker in the world right now, the best striker in the world, arguably. Let's build around him right now. But I'm really happy with these future looking signings well, that we're doing. Did I not say like this season I would give it a four, and for the future I gave the transfer window a seven? I said that in in our text group. It was just. I want this UCL thing to get, or this Europe, anything to get out of the way. We've had three players turn us down because we're not in Champions League football. So I was like, let's get the certain players who want to be with us because Triori has said he wants to play with us. That will give us a better chance of, I'm not saying it's a definite, but gives us a better chance of getting that UCL football. That Triori deal was too much, man. You have to, it was so much money, dude. What they wanted, 50? But at one time I want Spurs to just say, Fuck it. Here you go. But for Triore, that's what you want him once. to say. Screw it for? For for, for him? Have, at the very I least, mean, there's no one has ever looked that good in any uniform in any sport. Or in the first three games. Like I can't I know I know they can't score, but we're gonna give you Kane and Son, and all you have to do is beat your man every time, which he has not. I don't know if he's been stopped once this year getting to where he needs to be. There's that one time that he threw over Oliver Skip and Oliver Skip got a yellow card. He technically stopped him <laughs> uh, on, that, that, on that play. They're about the same size. It's like a linebacker. It's like a it's like a lineman in a in a cornerback. Yeah, that's look, a cornerback Skip, coming Skip up. Skip got some broad shoulders. Coming. He's not that small. Skip Oliver is Skip pretty is well. Cornerback is the nickel corner coming well. in the blitz and Derrick Henry blocking him. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jose, we're comparing him to Traore. Yeah. No, I know, of course. Yeah. Oliver yeah. Skip has uh, an AARP face. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> he does though. He uh, is, uh, so that, a that's a lot more mature than his age. That's uh, that's that's my the end of my uh, it's the spiel though. I'm bit big on the age for me. I saw a tweet. I mean, it could have been Lily Wright, White Rose, or Daily Hotspur. I'm gonna flick here and start mumbling and blah blah blah. I can't find it. I closed out the tweet, but I think it was Lily White Rose where the incoming age of players coming in is. 21 years old in nine months and outgoing is 29 years and nine months. So that's the age difference is I love that for the future. I love the that future is. and I love the current backline, uh, the way it's built right now. Uh, ben, I totally understand your point though, that spend another 50 million and get Triori. I wouldn't have paid that price. I would have paid the 30 that I think Spurs offered that I would have done. But again, well, we, if you get what I'm are, saying, right? We are sitting here saying, Hey, City, just because you want Harry Kane doesn't mean you have, you shouldn't pay for him. I mean, we are now City and and Wolves are now Tottenham. Yeah, it's, it's, I understand right. that. So, but we do this constantly. It's always it's like the Bruno Fernandez Los Celso type deal. It's like yeah, we do, we do. Yeah, so the just great, one time, one time, I want you to be like, just all right, all right, we're, we're overpaying. Here you fucking go. I know this team has more money than we think they have, or that they pretend they don't have, or whatever. In conclusion, why are you the way you are is what Ben is saying. Derek, Jose, what do you think? You got any last? And Ben, you as well. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I just want to throw a little Michael Scott action at us. I think it's great for the future, not so great for now. It's better than not buying anybody for 18 months. Couldn't be my club. Couldn't be my club. I have to say we improved, not by a lot, but we did. And for now, 
and for the future i i love what they're doing for the future that that's great um you know imagine these guys scarlet coming into his own with these younger guys these guys that are right around his age that's going to be very promising for the future and the only way this could be a bad window is if romero doesn't come out running at full speed against yeah, because he's the only guarantee club. right is he the only guarantee of the people we sign? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right yeah he is especially what we pay for him oh that's another that's another point that i would bring up trier is something we know exactly what he is we assign a bunch of players that we're hoping are going to be good and we have a bunch of players on the team that we're hoping are going to get better once just sign a player we know what you are we know what you're going to do and we know you're good i could say that that's for Mero, but we, but he's 23. That's still a young age. And to come, I think, he, I think we know well, he's yes, good. that has to be Romero because of, yeah. I think he's, yeah, exactly. I think we know he's good to your point, though, but he can be even better. But they don't have a guy that, I mean, there is still room for improvement there, but I think the ground for itself is, is good enough for the Romero. But we'll do it next year when we get um, Kylian Mbappe. That's for $200 million. No, it's going to be he's on a free. free. Well, we're not getting him for free. Sure, we are. We <laughs> saved, what did you say, 800000 on wages this year? Yo, send you want to come play? To my boy. Well, I mean, he is playing in the six the six ranked league in Europe, so that's true. That's a we crazy can, stat. We can end it on one note here. Uh, Spurs do not have a player that wears number thirteen. Wow, that's crazy. Just like buildings in New York City and mostly everywhere else.